0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for Thursday, November the 19th. Got plenty of news to talk about today. Let's jump right into it. Uh, First things first, the Game Awards have now revealed their 2020 nominees, and that is in advance of the event that is happening on December 10th. They've got a whole bunch of categories. Uh, The Last of Us Part 2 has been nominated for the most of them, 10 categories. Then there's Hades, who got nominated for eight of them, and then Ghost of Tsushima for seven. Of course, the category that most people are looking at, the Game of the Year Award, has seven nominees. So they've got the three that I've already mentioned, Last of Us, Hades, and Ghost of Tsushima. They've also got Doom Eternal, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Animal Crossing. I do think that's a pretty fair lineup, though I am seeing a lot of people saying that Doom Eternal should be replaced with Half- life Alyx. Obviously, VR is not super mainstream, so it's probably why it's not there. So I don't know, let me know who you think's gonna win. I think it's going to be The Last of Us, but I really think it should go to Animal Crossing. Anyway, the other category that I have my eye on is the best indie game. Uh, They've got Fall Guys, Carrion, Hades, Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. Now, personally, Hades is my game of the year, but I don't expect it to win either of these categories. I think Spelunky 2 and even Fall Guys had a much larger cultural impact than any of the other games can compete with. Anyway, I hope you're looking forward to this year's show. Uh, Even though it does tend to focus more on game announcements rather than the awards themselves, it is always a great event to celebrate video games. It's a a fun time. If you'd like to see all of the categories, just make sure you go to thegameawards.com. As is tradition when the Embracer Group reports on their financials, the company has revealed that they have made a number of acquisitions. Uh, This time, it's 13 different studios. Now, they aren't all developers. They do have a QA studio and PR firm in there. But uh, here are some of the studios you might know of. They've got Snapshot Games now, which is the uh, development company behind Phoenix Point, which is that XCOM-like game. It's run by Julian Gollop, who was the original creator of XCOM. They also acquired Flying Wild Hog, which is a studio best known for the rebooted Shadow Warrior series. They've got Purple Lamp Studios, who they previously collaborated with on SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. That's their remaster. And then they've got Zen Studios, who are the developers of Pinball FX. Though I guess with this acquisition, they're planning on branching away from pinball games. You're welcome to check out the other developers, though you probably haven't heard of most of them. And it's pretty interesting. These 13 companies that have been added to the group means that they now have 4,400 employees working on 135 games at once. It's a huge company. And that strategy continues to pay off for them. Uh, The games division of the company brought their sales up 83% year over year. Crazy town. Apple has now announced that they're going to be slashing the App Store revenue share beginning in 2021 for any companies who earned less than $1 million during the previous calendar year. So the amount of money that Apple takes is going to be going from 30% to 15%, but it is going to remain at 30% for anybody that is above that $1 million threshold. With the idea here being that, hey, if you don't make a lot of money, then we're not going to take a lot of your money. And just for context, this is going to apply to 97% of the publishers on the store. However, it only accounts for about 5% of the App Store's total revenue. So that's a big deal for these smaller companies, because the 15% difference can be a make or break, but it's barely going to cut into Apple's bottom line. So hopefully it's a good move. Uh, They they did make this move in the middle of a lawsuit that Apple is battling with Epic Games. Of course, that 30% cut is right at the forefront of that. So anyway, hopefully they keep going with this. And just for disclosure, some of the data in this story comes from an analytics company called Tower, who I currently work for. Okay, and just wrapping us up here, the prequel to Breath of the Wild and the sequel to Hyrule Warriors is called Age of Calamity, and the reviews are now available prior to its release tomorrow. If you don't know Hyrule Warriors, it was originally a game released for the Wii U, and it combined the story of Zelda and the gameplay of Dynasty Warriors. So, the reviews for Age of Calamity are generally positive. However, the reasons for the positivity are actually quite split. Some reviewers absolutely love the story as a background to Breath of the Wild, others really didn't like it at all. The combat was generally praised as a Warriors game, but the typical negatives of the genre are still there, such as the repetition. It's also worth noting that many reviewers had technical issues with how it performed on the Switch, which, if you played the demo, is roughly translatable from that. So it looks like a hardware update is needed for the Switch soon. Or, you know, maybe the game is unoptimized, but... The impression I got from the reviewers is that it was the Switch that was struggling to handle it. Anyway, folks, that's gonna do it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to be back with even more news tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, hey, TGO After Show. The show where I talk about anything on my mind. How wild is that? Yeah, okay, what's going on here? Uh, still writing my essay, but I have exactly 36 hours left, or something like that. So I'm actually going to finish writing it tomorrow, and then do a final edit on Friday. And then I'm done. I'm free of the of the essay shackles. And you won't have to hear me complaining about it anymore. It was quite nice to see the, uh, the nominees for the Game Awards come out. It's always a good time going through, looking at all the categories... And then I'm inevitably kind of let down when the show itself happens. Because the show really isn't about the awards, is it? They breeze through most of them. And, uh, you know, it, it's about the it's about the announcements and it's about the advertisements. <laughs> that's what Game Awards says. And that's fine, you know? You do what you got to do uh, to grow a show like that. And maybe the goal is for it to one day be, you know, a true award show where that's the main focus and this is just what needs to be done in order to get eyeballs on the show. But regardless of the reason, you know... It's exciting, nonetheless. It's it's the closest we have to a to an Oscars, right? The spectacle, because we do have other video game awards. We've got the BAFTA awards, the Golden Glo, the Golden Globe. Sorry, the uh the Golden Joystick Awards. That's it. And those are awards that have really deep histories with respected uh, respected people running them. They just don't have the spectacle, right? The 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 show to tune in for. I took a stroll through uh the various categories that they have here. I talked about the ones I'm most interested in, right? Game of the Year, Best Indie. They've also got Best Mobile Game, which includes uh, Among Us, Call of Duty Mobile, and Genshin Impact. And, I mean, I don't know. The three of them, it's like... They've also got Legends of Runeterra and Pokemon in there, but those aren't going to do it. Call of Duty Mobile is just insanely huge. And then both Genshin Impact and Among Us have had, obviously, huge splashes this year. So, I think that's really a toss-up. They've got a Best VR category that has Half-Life Alyx, so I imagine it has to win that. They've also got the Star Wars Squadrons in there, but... I don't know, Half-Life Alex was just insanely good. Actually, you know, I was thinking about doing like a TGO predictions thing. Like I'm wondering if people in the community wanna set their predictions for the game awards and then I don't know, we'll do like a a reward of some kind, a, a role in the Discord server or something like that. Does that sound fun? I think that sounds pretty fun. Let's 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 see if I can't put something together for that. If you've seen other outlets do something similar to that, let me know uh if there's any uh anything I should know going into it. Maybe there's a, a handy website that can handle all that or something. I don't know. It might just end up being a Google form. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it. One more day of news and then we're back on the weekend show, which I'm actually going to be able to do because I won't have an essay. So until then, farewell.